0: live in a world that struggles with feeling busy and overwhelmed. At the same time, us mamas want to feel we're living intentionally and with purpose. At the end of the day, you won't have to sit worn Out on the couch, feeling like it all just wasn't enough. Here, you'll find the tools to slow it down, nurture your own goals, and live restored. Each week, we have real life conversations about motherhood, work, relationships, and all the things in between. I'm your host, Jen Brazil. Welcome to the Unhurried Life Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Unhurried Life. I am your host, Jen Brazil, and I just want to say, hey, September, adios, summer. bittersweet as that sounds and feels and seems, I'm kind of ready to fall back into that natural routine that comes with back to school. Can I get an amen from any other mamas or students listening? This month on the podcast, it makes perfect sense as we are kind of wrapping up the summer season and moving into fall to talk about and think about for a minute embracing seasons of life, not just the natural and typical for earthly seasons, winter, spring, summer, and fall, but the actual seasons that seem to come and go without us even planning or realizing it within our actual lives. Now, sometimes when I'm thinking about seasons of life, I kind of tend to think about stages of life. And as you know, last month on the podcast, I got to announce some super exciting news, which is we are expecting our fourth child's which I still can't wrap my mind around. But that is going to definitely be a new stage of life. I'm going to go back to that newborn baby stage, sleeping all the time, being under house arrest it feels like, staying at home all the time. And I just wanted to kind of selfishly, for my own purpose, go back and visit and think about those stages and seasons of life with kids in diapers, seasons when kids start school or move away to school and embracing that time of life. And this is going to be how we see change. That's exactly what seasons are representing. And if we are not observant and taking a little bit of time to recognize these stages or seasons, then we might miss them. And we might miss some really important lessons and some very important things that we can be learning and adapting and one day even teaching to other people. So I am very excited to talk a little bit about Seasons of Life this month on the Unhurried Life podcast. Now, I want to ask you a question. Have you ever found yourself fighting to hold on to a past season? Or if you're in the middle of a season that is tough, like the newborn or diaper season, have you ever found yourself longing for the end of a season and what's to come next? I personally feel like my season of life with little babies is never ending and it can for sure be easy to just let myself slip into a place of complacency or even complaint for the current season of my life that I'm in. But just like the four changing seasons of our earth, our life stages continue to evolve if we notice it or not. Now, I know you have heard it before, and so I'm going to be like a broken record, but it is so true when you hear someone tell you to embrace the season of little Kids, because it goes so quickly. It is so very true. So, why does it feel like these days and these seasons drag by slower than a herd of snails traveling through peanut butter? The saying the days are long and the years are short could never be more true. So, let's dive in. Let's talk for a minute about truly embracing the present season of life that you're in. And I know sometimes it can feel like the winter is just dragging on and your summer is never ending. Why does it look like this stage of motherhood is continuing on forever? How do you handle the season you're in with an appropriate response? You can't get rid of this time, so it's time to get wiser and time for you to change since seasons come and go without your consent. A quote that I have loved lately by John Ron is Don't wish it was easier. Wish you we're better. I know it is so hard. I am preaching to the choir here because there are times, there are nights, and even though we haven't had that fourth little baby yet, I still feel like with three other kids, I am always awake in the middle of the night and I am always testing my patience and I do find myself wishing that it was just easier. But if we reframe the way that we're thinking and we just start wishing and practicing being better as ourselves, we are going to see that season of life that we are presently in be fully embraced. So let's talk about understanding the seasons of life that we're in so that we can fully embrace them. Okay, so I've been thinking about it and I've been going over these seasons and just really contemplating how being present in life and being present in your stage and season is not just as easy as pulling yourself into the present and being mindful and there's not really one thing that you can specifically do that will always bring you back into the present. So I feel like there are three things that I've kind of honed in on and learned how to really embrace that help me understand the seasons of life. So the first one is there are different levels of winter, spring, summer, and fall. And when I say winter, spring, summer, and fall, I don't mean the actual seasons of the Earth, but I mean the seasons you go through. And that takes a little bit of processing to realize and recognize what season you are in. So be aware of your position within the season. Is this an economic or personal? Is this long or short season? Is this temporary or a permanent? So get realistic with yourself. You might be entering into new season if you're having your first baby this is a permanent season change you will have children forever and you need to get realistic sometimes with yourself or I need to get realistic with myself and figure out am I entering into a temporary or permanent stage and maybe even the level of my stage maybe it's temporary that I'll have a newborn but it is permanent that that child will always be with me so recognize and understand what is the severity of your season. The second thing that helps me understand seasons of life is to realize and always admit that spring follows winter every time. Even if winter feels longer than usual and spring was far too short, I need to remember that what will happen again is a cycle and there will be a time for growth and new life and rejuvenation and that is spring. But before I can have that, I have a winter every time. And number three, what helps me understand seasons of life is when opportunities big and small come, you have to learn to take advantage of them when they're here and recognize them. So you have to take advantage of being in a summer, of being in a spring or a fall or a winter, and don't just live them. Fully commit and be aware that you are in them. So take time for um, just a minute and reflect and notice your past seasons, or even the seasons right now. Embracing that current season that you're in sometimes is just admitting that you are in the season with kids and you can't do things. You could when you're in season or stage without kids, and that is part of truly embracing and allowing yourself time to rest In that stage and I know that of course I'm talking so much about children and kids and babies but this can be applied in so many different areas. You guys know that that is just what is going on very strongly in my life right now but you can apply this in different areas sometimes it's where you're moving to or where your parents have moved to or live and they're maybe have lived in the same town as you and now they're moving away or just all sorts of different seasons. So recognizing that seasons don't just come with motherhood, but they come with your life. Okay, so we've been talking about life seasons and life stages, but what actually defines a season, or how can you actually recognize when a new season is ending and a new season is beginning? Well, life seasons, like I said, are stages or places of change. So it is not hard if you take a few minutes to look back. over your life and see the seasons it might take a little while of being mindful processing or even reflecting with your spouse or a friend and you know what i'm going to put my money on that you will probably be able to see the winters and they probably stick out the best because they were so hard and they created so much change But I want you to remember that there are other seasons, too. And like I already said, that after every winter, there's a spring. So I really want to challenge you right now that as we're talking about life seasons and you look back at your life and I'm sure you can pick out those really tough and hard winters that you've gone through. I don't want you to stop there. I want you to dive into those feelings and I want you to recognize and look for where the spring was after that winter. Just recognizing and seeing that there is good after that can really help you process through where you are now and fully embracing the season you are currently in because if you're in a winter right now, first of all, I just wanna say that I would love to talk to you about it. I would love for you to shoot me a DM. I would love for you to hop in my Facebook group, the Unhurried Life Facebook community. I would love to talk with you about that because processing through being in a winter, currently going through that is such a tough thing to do and it is not something you need to do on your own. It is something that we are made to do with others. So I would love and encourage you to just reach out and chat with me about that. And then for you to remember that after every winter you've had, you have a spring also. And I wanna tell you a little bit about the house that we moved out to. We recently moved out into the country and I became a true gardener. Really what I should say is my six-year-old became a true gardener and I got to reap a lot of those benefits. But I had a garden back in our city house and it was nowhere near as robust as this. I want to say it was maybe like a four by 12 garden and it was great. You know, we got herbs, we got a couple tomatoes from it, but we are talking about like a 35 by 40 foot garden. This is huge. It's kind of like a small farm patch. And if you haven't checked out my Instagram, check it out because my kids love hanging out in the garden. We get so many veggies, so many herbs. It is insane. I will tell you that my son and my husband have become very good at preserving, pickling, canning, all sorts of things. And the very best analogies I have found for seasons and sages have come from our garden. So as you plant a garden in the spring, there are things that come to take it almost immediately. What I mean by take it is I mean fight against you. There's bugs, there's heat, there's deer and rabbits and other intruders. You have to set up your garden for a protection against invasion, just assuming that you have to defend your crop. You will be challenged in the spring seasons of life, even though they're supposed to be easier than the winter times. And so I want you to learn to, and I say this metaphorically, to tend and protect your garden, to tend and protect your season. Now, even if you might be coming out of a winter and into a time of new growth and new life, remember that you have to be proactive to see the good and protect from the bad. So steer clear of letting your guard down or assuming good will just come after after you've had difficulty. This could be setting yourself up for more winter or a shorter spring than you plan for. Now, if you're from Texas, springs are short, so you have to embrace them and don't let them slip away before you have the chance to plant. And remember, in the spring, you don't have anything to reap yet. This has been hard for me to remember and really, I guess, embrace because the reaping comes later. You deserve to harvest what you've worked hard to protect and grow. And so don't feel guilty for a bountiful harvest and know that there will be some falls that don't produce as much as you planned, as well as some that overproduce. And now I'm using a lot of analogies here, but I hope that you're seeing what I mean by this. Sometimes when you plant, when you nourish when you prepare for something for a season or a stage or a milestone, you might get what you've planned for. You might get more and you might get far less. And so these are just things that sometimes we don't have very much control over, but embracing where you're at with that. So if you are able to harvest more bountifully, don't let yourself feel guilty about that. That's okay. There might be some falls or some harvests where you do Don't reap very much. And that is not a time to feel guilt either. Now, as you start to plant and foster things in the spring, keep in mind that you will be planning and setting aside time for harvest, for a new season. And for you to remember to be brave and to be bold and to dream bigger than you think you should or you could when we decided to put in our garden, which is about 35 feet by 40 feet. I remember distinctly my husband, we talked with our neighbor our neighbor came over and helped plow some of the yard for us. That's how big this was. And I was telling him how big I wanted it. And my husband was listening to me just shaking his head and he's like, this girl is pregnant and it is about to be a hundred degrees. I'm not sure that you'll be able to take care of that much. And I just was bold and brave. And we went ahead and did it. And we made rows in the garden that were long and stretched far and they were wide and they produced so much. And so I definitely dreamed bigger than my city garden, which was about four feet by 12 feet. But it is better to fail big than to only ever try small. And that's just something that I have lived by. And if I'm going to fail big, at least I know that I tried big and I didn't stay small or I didn't stay locked into an area where I only just felt comfortable. I tried something new. And a while back, my good friend went Elder and I did a Becoming Bold series that was just life-changing. And I got so many comments from listeners on that. So if you haven't listened to that, that is back in January. It was the Becoming Bold series with Gwen Elder. If you search that in podcasts, you will find it. And I just recommend taking a minute to listening to it and taking a minute to listen to it with a friend, because that is what we really intended for you to do with that Becoming Bold series. Now, I wanna share with you a little bit about reflecting on life seasons. And I wanna share with you a story that I've never actually shared before, really on my podcast or my blog or my Instagram or really anywhere. This has been a really personal thing that I went through years and years ago and I've never talked much about it a while back i had a lot of things going wrong one after the other and these were not small things either but they were big and they were life altering and life shattering and i found myself just frustrated with god asking him why he was letting this happen to me even the small things seemed to take the tiny bits of hope that i did have left and just give me discouragement instead and i kept wondering why he would do this to me and so in desperation I was talking to a close friend and she mentioned how he holds me, God holds me as dear and special as I am special. And she told me to remind myself that I am special and that it wasn't the Lord doing this to me, he wasn't out to laugh or poke. Or mock or hurt me. And I recently opened a hard drive. This is what got me thinking about this story and really prompted me to share with you today. But I opened a hard drive on my computer kind of by accident. It was like a series of events that happened and um, it was connected onto my phone. And so for some reason, this drive went back years and years and years and years and started instead of where it was most current. It went way, way back and pulled up specifically that season of life and kind of one of the biggest events that was the most life changing and showed me pictures of this extremely difficult time in my life. And one of the biggest things that it showed me was I was in a very terrible car accident when I was in college. And sometime after the accident, I went to the salvage yard for my car that my car had been hauled to. Because when you're in a really bad accident like that and your car gets totaled, you know, there's things you don't really think about. There's, you know... Where does the car go? Where does all the stuff that was in the car go at that time? Where did my CDs go? Where did they wind up? You know, the stuff that was in my glove box. Where did all of that go? It got hauled to a salvage yard um, and the insurance had totaled it. And so it was just kind of left sitting out there with weeds growing up all around it. And when I saw my car for the first time, after I had kind of... I had gotten out of the hospital. I had had time to rehab. And my mom and I drove back up to the town where the accident had happened. And I saw this car. I was in disbelief, wondering how I had survived all seven of those flips that my car went through. The pounds onto the asphalt was beyond my wildest dreams. Now, I might not have seen it then. In fact, I could probably guarantee you I, I did not see it then. How amazing it was to come out of something like that alive and even though there were complications with my body they were few enough to where today I can sit here and tell you I have no pain left from that and the few scars that I have are faded and I was in such a cold winter I could not see where I was going from there. And I've I've never really talked about the accident and all that it did for me, the good and the bad, but it produced some amazing good in my life. It changed the whole trajectory of my life. And I can look back on that process and remember the healing, not only the physical, but the mental. And I see now where the change was. I was evolving and blooming out of a winter and into a spring, although it was a, a full-blown winter it created the path to change and you may not have a picture of a past winter or the winter you're in now to be able to go back and look at but it's only when you can really look back internally that you can clearly see the change okay So as we are wrapping up talking about your seasons of life, I want you to take a moment and look around. I want you to do three things. I want you to reflect, I want you to fully embrace, and then I want you to rise. And if you find yourself trying to live outside your season and skip the hard stuff or the stuff that you feel totally lost in. Tell yourself that this is where you are for now. And as you begin to embrace, you will begin to rise and soon enter into a new season. Now, I found that as soon as I stop longing for the progression of a new season and sit with where I am, the more fully I can live in the present. So when it comes to simple simplifying your season, that's really just a chance for you to fully hold on to where you're at and find contentment. And let me just tell you, over here on The Unhurried Life, that is what I am striving for. That is what I am longing for. And that is what I have tried my hardest to embrace and learn so that I can share with you how to do the same, to live in the present, to find your contentment. It's when you open up to your season that you can start to see where the change is coming and love the place that you're at. So remember that longing for what's next only leaves you longing for after that and after that and forgetting to fully be present and where you are now. Now, earlier I mentioned hopping on to the Unhurried Life Facebook community or shooting me a DM, and I really, really want to encourage you to do either one of those things, but for sure the Unhurried Life Facebook community, because that is just such a sweet place to be. It's a great place with other women. It is a safe, unhurried community that you can be a part of, and I would love to see you over there, so if you have just a minute, hop over to Facebook after you finish listening to this podcast and join the unhurried life facebook community i can't believe that it is september and next month is october and that is my due date month so you know that a lot of fun things are in store coming up i cannot wait to talk to you then until next time i will see you over on instagram